back Quite. in fast lane. All right. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of the Take Easy Sports My Show. neck, my back. Not that song either. No. Nope. That's for the Not Safe for Work podcast. Yeah. All right. Back again. What's that one song? It's like back again. I don't know. I think it's Nicki Minaj, right? Well, there's Eminem. Guess who's back? Not that one. There's a different and one. And there's Backstreets Back. Definitely not that one. <laughs> um, All right. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? That's guess the same. That's the I same know. Eminem one. I was just just... about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Maybe that'll be our, our intro song. Back in the saddle again. No. Back in fast lane. All right. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of the Take Easy Sports My Show. My neck. My back. Not that song either. No. Nope. That's for the Not Safe for Work podcast. Yeah. Um, but for this podcast, welcome back, everybody. Uh, my name is Zach Alvira. His name is Eric Newman. And uh, did I get that right? I did not, did I? No. That's why. Yeah. And uh, we are the oh, Take Easy. my name. You've known me quite a while to be messing with I was pointing. Yeah. Uh, we are the Take It Easy Sports Show, part of the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network. And brought to you by all.net. So um, we're back again as we are weekly, sometimes weekly. Sometimes we take a week off just because, you know, we're not very consistent. Um, but, you know, Eric, I was looking at it as we were about to start, you know, when I was about to pull us actually onto the screen. Um, we are 16 episodes away from episode number 100 of this podcast. Wow. I can't believe Ralph has let us go on this long. Or Chili. Either one of them. Back that thing up. You're still on that top? Okay. Um, I can't believe that we've been able to, you know, stay on this long. I feel like you and I wouldn't make it, let alone like, you know, 50 episodes, let alone almost 100. Baby got back. Okay. Um, this is, get this back, be, you don't know me like that. This will be the episode we get canceled. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, if you notice, Derek, I know... It's not even the big of a deal, but my helmet color changed. I did see that. It is black now. And if you haven't noticed, this is an older one, but we're back in the USSR. Okay. Um, long from the Beatles. Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, don't worry, though. I do have the trusty yellow one right here. So... Uh, we uh, not yellow, I, but your other one is back with okay. an L. Um, black. <laughs> the uh, I decided to play football again. I dressed out for the first time this past week. Didn't I knew play. you were going to. You kept saying, "I don't know if I'm going to. I don't know if know. I'm going to." But then you, I didn't. I only had one practice, so I didn't play. Um, but I am starting this week. I was already told that. So, so much for me, you know, easing back into it. All of a sudden, it's hey, go start against one of the better defenses in the league and go play offensive line that we know you don't want to play anymore. So yeah, how did that, that feel? How did that go? I mean, it, it was. I mean, I didn't. I didn't play. So, but I oh, knew that was going to happen. No, I knew that was going to happen though. I only okay. had one practice, and we didn't even work. Yeah, I didn't practice. know if they like threw you in if someone got hurt or something though. No, only because it was such a close game that we yeah, which I was fine with. Like I. I barely had a helmet. Like I had to put my helmet together, like literally 30 minutes before kickoff. So it's like, Dang. I knew that was going to happen, but 
ask me next week how I'm feeling, and I'm probably still going to be hurting. So, yeah, I haven't worn a helmet and I haven't worn pads in the helmet since when was our championship game? July? July. Dang. It's been a long time. And I've had one practice, two on Thursday. My second one will be Thursday. So, yeah, but like I said, I'm getting the start this week. My number's been called. I'm not the same number as usual. That's why I used to have it to where it was like this hanging down where you could see my number because I was proud of 55. I don't like my number this night, this year. So this even when this one does go back up, it's going to be like this now. Oops, I can't get it right like that. Yeah, whatever. Um, not a fan of my number. So anyway, enough about me. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, I didn't play football. Okay. But I played football this weekend. Football. Okay. Um, How'd that go? Yeah. It was fine. Just a pickup game. Uh-huh. I'm not I mean, technically, my games are all pickup games. Yeah, but like everyone has <clears throat> uniforms and stuff. We show up, and if you're wearing a white shirt, you're on one team. And if you're wearing a shirt with color, you're on the other team. So oh, okay. we're not in like anything. What if you're wearing a shirt that's all white, but then color like right here? usually go on the white team there aren't usually enough okay. people that are wearing white so we end up getting like you know the light gray or whatever end up okay. playing together okay. usually people bring both too if they know nice okay <clears throat> what do you go for yeah. mostly what's your go-to um, i don't i usually bring one of both so that okay. like just if the numbers end up the we just get it even if possible how did you because i know you used to do that down here in the valley but how did yeah. you find that group when you moved to Flagstaff? There's just, uh, I asked someone on the on the NAU soccer team and they're like, yeah, a bunch of people play pickup. And this person doesn't play, they're way too good. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just, and I think there's a Facebook group too, but good apps, there's Meetup has some good stuff. Um, if you're interested in, the, I think there's a Meetup group that plays in Phoenix, three or four times a week, you can always find somewhere. It might be, you might have yeah. to go to Tempe and then to the West Valley or something, but there's always yeah. going to be a pickup game somewhere. Tinder? Just put, I'm straight looking for soccer. Yeah, I think that we, you might have a tough time, but I guess you could try it. Uh, I don't even know. I've never been on Tinder, so I don't know what that's like, but anyway. Well, um, I can you know. tell you that I think you might be on the wrong app if you're looking for for pickup soccer. soccer. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe what about maybe pick up this football? whole back pick up alley football? of it. Maybe. You never know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, we got a good show ahead other than us, you know, talking about random stuff like yeah, we usually do. Um we're gonna be talking uh the Kansas North Carolina game. That was very good. Uh we're gonna be talking the Suns, who are currently winning at halftime, and the Spurs did win tonight. Mm-hmm. So we'll get into what that means in just a moment. Um, and then we're going to look at the updated uh, spring sports rankings. Um, there has been some movement as far as baseball goes. I'm sure softball has been the same way. Uh, baseball is kind of starting to take the shape that we all kind of thought it would at the beginning of the season. Yep. With who's at number one, who's at number two, who's kind of making their way up in the rankings now. It's kind of taking shape into what we thought it was going to look like. So we'll get into all that. And then the usual. Eric and I, like I said, are probably going to go on separate tangents as usual. And uh, we'll we'll figure out how to navigate through everything. So Drake back to back. 
It wasn't that. I think it was Nicki Minaj. Oh, I'm just thinking of yeah. other songs with Back. I do like Back to Back, though. That was That's a good song. You know what? Back down. Oh, I was like, that is not the right no, song. that's Sting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, really quick, since we're on the topic of songs, I have a bone to pick with Chili. Because Chili helps us out with our audio and, like, the songs that we choose to, or to, to like, you know, put in the intro and outro of our show every week. And we do change them every week because we want to kind of, you know, just have that variety. Um, we requested Chicken Fried by Zach Brown Band, and he basically told us no. And I was very upset because that's a fantastic song. I'm not a huge country music fan in general, but that one is one that I'll I'll yeah. listen to every once in a while and just kind of smile at. That's one of those songs, honestly, I'd probably put in my gym playlist and just be like super happy at the gym. Like, I'm not even lying. I'd probably yeah. put it in there. So what is, uh, since we're, you know what, let's stay on that topic. What's your go-to, I'm going to go lift heavy song right now? Because mine changes. This may not be a surprise, or okay. it may be. But I'm usually an audio audible guy. I'm when I'm at the gym, I'm really? listening to audiobooks almost all the time. Really? Where I get a lot of reading done. Same thing with recently, <laughs> it's finally been um it's finally been nice out. I've been hiking a lot and yeah. with the dog, and I'll just throw in an audiobook in my headphones. But um you know, I've actually been getting into if I am going music. I've been getting in a lot of older stuff, like not super old. Um, Good Kid, Mad City, the entire album um, okay. is one that I've been kind of on. Um, but I'll honestly just find like a playlist on Spotify or something. I don't have yeah. anything. But right now, right now I'm listening to um, Can't Knock the Hustle, which is all about the inner workings of the Brooklyn Nets and uh, player empowerment in the NBA. It's really, really good. Hmm. I like it. I might have listened to that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm not really huge on on a lot of the new music now. Like, yeah, we're getting to be old heads. Yeah, I'm definitely more of a 2000s type of you know hip hop and just songs in general. Yeah, um, but. The one song right now, well, first of all, there's a couple. The old ones, first of all, if I ever want to go and like get a heavy lift in, I want to feel pumped up. Soul Survivor by GZ and Akon, yeah. one, one of my go tos. Um, we Fly High, obviously. That's always a Jim good one. Jones. Jim Jones. Yeah. Um, as far as newer goes, I've said this on this, you know, whether it be on Twitter or, um, you know, on this podcast, Super Gremlin by Kodak has been my go-to lately. I don't know why, but that's been one of my go-to songs big time. Yeah. And then you have like the classic, like, you know, rock songs or whatever, like, uh, you know, uh, what's it? What's it? the Evanescence song? Wake me up. That one. Yeah. Is that what's called? Wake me up. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Wake yeah. That's always a good one. Song. Yeah. That's always a good one just to kind of get you going. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to get you and yeah. Cody in our little group chat thing we have to get onto Santana, but you guys won't do it. Yeah, I, I'm i not big on, like, the, like, jazz or class. Like, I don't know. 
Wait, what is that? What his genre is? Ninety-nine rock and roll. Yeah, but he doesn't sing. Yeah, but other people do. Oh. He's got a band with him. Oh. Eminem has a band. Yeah, he's the lead singer of his band. Yeah, and um, Anderson Pack—they plays drums with it every once in a while. What was that? What was that called? Is it? Uh, what was Eminem's like? Oh, it's it's not D4L, right? Yeah, it is. That might Wasn't be. It? Yeah, that sounds familiar. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Em- can we talk about how? Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. I was gonna say how how, how, how great that halftime show was in the Super Bowl. It was fun. We we talked about that too much now. Yeah, but... we spent almost an entire episode. I know. I know. I love it. I love it. Um, so anyway, all right. Speaking of really good, uh, quote unquote shows that NCAA championship last night, we're recording this on Tuesday, um, between Kansas, North Carolina. Wow. Uh, I heard on the radio today that I think somewhere in the realm of 70 million viewers, it destroyed last year and it destroyed the Grammys and the Oscars. Yeah, and it doesn't surprise me either. Yeah. I mean, it was it's two storied programs in terms yep. of college basketball. Yep. Blue Bloods. North yep. Carolina obviously had the the build up. They beat Duke to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, they took they, down St. Peter's. Yeah, they did take down St. Yep. Peter's, which <clears> is actually because a lot of teams couldn't do that. I know that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, and they just I mean, an eight seed, eight seeds don't make it to there yeah. uh, and play that well. Yep. Granted, North Carolina was a different sort of eight seed. Yeah, you can't count um, them as an eight seed. Yeah, I mean, it's Hubert just like Davis, what first was your coach coming in? Yeah, and then Kansas was... has its own thing. They've had some trouble in in late rounds yep. of tournaments. Um, yep. But as good of recruiting classes as anybody, talented squad. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was an awesome, awesome lead up, and then the game itself was fun. Let's, I want to look up really quick. I want to look up some of the best eight seeds in tournament history. Who do you think is on that list that you can remember? What I do remember is that UConn won the tournament as a seven seed once. What rank was George Mason that one year? Way, that way, way back. It might have been double digits. Uh, let me see. Eight seeds. I'm trying to find the best eight seeds. I'll give you an NBA eight seed was when the Memphis Grizzlies at number eight beat the number one San Antonio Spurs in the first round of the uh, Western Conference uh, playoffs. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think Villanova's 19... What was it 85 team was an eight seed that won the tournament wait a minute butler we're dumb was butler an eight seed Butler was an eight seed in 2011 yeah because butler played against uconn yep and uconn was a seven so they were the quote-unquote favorite but no, rarely is they the, fell the, no uconn was number three were they seven the year before then? I think it was the year before. So Butler was or the so, time before the so big one. In 2011, Butler went to the championship. I got that time on wrong. In 2011, Butler went to the championship. They went right back as a number eight seed, and they fell to UConn, which was the three seed. That was the Kemba yeah. Walker team. 
So you, um, UConn had won it recently before then, though, I'm pretty sure. Or maybe I that was so. a more recent one with Kevin Ollie as the coach. Yes, yeah. Um, Kentucky Wildcats, 2014, were number 18. That was the seven Connecticut. Yes, that was it. With uh, Shabazz Napier, right? Yep. Um, Villanova, back in 1985. Um, I believe... Oh, no, they that was with Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing played uh, at Georgetown. No, I know. That's all right. The Villanova played... Georgetown. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, that looks like it, though. What, what was George Mason? I, I think must have been an 11. Yeah, they were a double-digit seed, I'm pretty sure. 2006, George Mason was... Oh, this doesn't say what seed they were. Oh, wait, yes, it does. Hang on. George made 11 seed. Yep. Yeah. George Mason went through Michigan State. Number three. So they went through number six, Michigan State. Number three, North Carolina. Um, number seven, Wichita State. And then they beat number one, Connecticut in overtime before falling to, I believe that was a Joakim Noah-led Florida team. Mm-hmm. Was that the year Joakim Noah was there? It had to yep. be, right? Yeah, yeah. they, they, they uh, repeated back-to-back years. That's right. No, it's got me. What are the best March Madness Cinderella's in history? Anyone that I stands mean, out to you? St. Peter's is as good as anybody, pretty much. You know, George That's Mason probably the four, yeah. but a number 15 seed making the Elite Eight is incredible. Yeah. Davidson comes up in that Davidson one. Davidson is a good one. Butler, obviously. And uh, yep. Virginia Commonwealth the same year, 2011. BCU, in 11 BCU yep. played in the play-in game that year. The Rams. Uh, here's yep. one you're going to love. The number 11 Loyola Chicago team. I do remember that one. Yeah. That's where we got Sister Jean. She was in uh, uh, One Shining Moment. She was three seconds into One Shining Moment. Yeah, she should have been like the first thing. It pretty much was. They showed a player walking a player on the bus and then sister jean from a a 10 seed that lost in the first round by double digits the ball is tipped eric she was there for the ball being tipped great yeah i'm so proud of sister um how about the umbc retrievers number 16 winning so that's i mean that's as big of a single game upset as there's ever been yeah and that's that's why do you really count them as a cinderella yeah Yeah. i feel like cinderella you have to make a run at least two to three rounds yeah um number 13 liberty and 15 you can call it a cinderella how about this one it's really hard to imagine this team as a cinderella but back in 2011, Gonzaga was an 11 seed. Yep. Yeah. And now they, I mean, until the last five, six, seven years, yeah. they weren't this dominant. Uh... They were just a scrappy team from the West Coast that you would you would yeah. always have them in your bracket, but they never went very far. Yeah. So, uh, number 11, Iowa State this year. Number 10, Miami this year. Michigan. You can count them, I guess, as Cinderellas. That's those the, are all, all double digits. Teams that you just mentioned are all major conference teams, though. Still. Yeah, I think Iowa State fits that bill more than the other two, though. Agreed. Because Iowa State's one of those where you don't always associate them with basketball. But they're still a Big Twelve school. Like, yes, you're yeah. right. 
Yeah. But it's not as if they're bad. No, I get it. I get it. Um, but regardless, that game last night was very, very good. Um, Kansas had that amazing comeback. Um, look, the Jayhawks deserved it. And shout out to Mitch Lightfoot. Gilbert Christian grad. Yep. Gets a title. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. And you always make fun of him that he's been there forever. But He has um, been there forever. I know. It's true. Um, but so really good, good game. Really good game last night. Um, Sunday night, the women. South Carolina put it on UConn. South Carolina time. has been the best team all year. And they had that redemption mindset, too. They wanted yep. that from last year. Yeah. So that's, They have been you know, the best team all year. It reminded me a lot of the Spurs after they lost to Miami, um, mm. however many years ago it's been now. And then the next yeah. year, you could just tell that they were on a rampage. Exactly. That was South Carolina this year. Exactly. And speaking no of the Spurs. Speaking of the Spurs, we're going to transition now. Two things had to happen tonight for everyone's favorite team, the Los Angeles Lakers, to be eliminated from playoff contention. One, the Spurs had to beat Denver. That happened. Two, the Suns have to beat the Lakers tonight. They're currently playing down at Footprint Center. About two hours from you and about 15 minutes from me. 20 minutes, yep. maybe. Um that game was 63 to 58 at halftime. It is 79 to 65, Sun, midway through the third. The Lakers are not going to be in the playoffs, Eric. It's seeming more and more like that. I mean, it's crazy. This is a team that people thought the entire year was just going to turn it around at some point. Yep. And. I mean, it it got softer and softer than noise as they were going to turn it around. But people always believed. And I was yeah. one of them. I thought that at some point they were going to be healthy. And at some mm. point they were going to figure this out. Me too. And they just haven't. Nope. That and team is going to be decimated next year. It They leveraged their entire future to yes. win that championship two years ago. In the bubble. Yep. In the against, bubble. A, against a Miami Heat team that was nowhere near healthy. So, I mean, you can uh, – people can argue about that. So they won their title, which means it was a success. Yes. But they leveraged several years of future for that team to get that one title. Um, yeah. Who knows if they win it if the bubble situation hadn't happened? Uh, they might even, have. They might not. I think even before that, they were the best team. Yeah, I agree. Like, let's like let's That's be honest. If, so, if the I, bubble never happened, would the Suns have gone undefeated the rest of the way? No, probably not. Exactly. The the point is that the Lakers won their title, and so LeBron got to be a champion in LA. But yeah. that team, they decimated. That's a good word you used. Yeah. Several years of cap space and yep. draft picks and everything to get to that point. Yep. And it's the same thing we saw from the Rams this year, that the Rams are going to be good again in the future, but they used a ton of draft picks, trades, cap space, and everything to build that team for a single playoff run. And that was this year, and it ended up paying off for them. I was going to say, the difference is it worked. Yeah. Because... It it did work in in the Los Angeles Lakers, too, because they wanted... But if but if you compare that 
season to this year when they went and picked up Russell Westbrook and all these other guys, like they did more this year than they did last. The yeah, last, agreed. You know, two they, years ago, they did a lot of stuff that didn't end up working out for them. Yeah. But a lot of that um, started with the fact that they put themselves in this untenable situation for the yeah. future. Like mm-hmm. they they didn't have the assets and room to go get somebody better no. than Russell Westbrook. And a lot no. of people thought he was going to be great on that team. Um, that I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. I never thought I would see the day, at least not this early, that Russell Westbrook would Westbrook would become basically a journeyman point guard. Well, it's the way that the NBA has has changed, right? Like, so much emphasis on being able to be a good jump shooter now. But, like, like, think about it, though. Like, they came so close in Oklahoma City. Yeah. With Russ, Harden, and KD. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, KD leaves. And then Harden's gone. Then Russ goes to Houston with Harden. And that doesn't work out. And then, you know, Russ gets traded to Washington. That doesn't work out, obviously. Yeah. And then he's now in L.A. And... He's, he's going to be on a different team probably next year or the year yeah, after oh, that. There's, like, I would be really astounded if he ends up as a Laker. The only problem no is he's got a trillion-dollar contract. He's got Whoa. such a heavy contract. Someone would be, have, to, would be have to be willing to take that off of him, um, yeah. off of the Lakers, and know that they're getting the same sort of production. Maybe if he's the lead guy, maybe it's a different story on a different team, but they're not going to be – He's not going to be the star on a championship team. It's just what team would take him. What team would even take him at this point? No team wants LeBron. It would have to be a team that is looking to rebuild and can also take on like they get a draft pick or two out of it. And the Pistons, the Pistons is not a bad idea. I I say that. I say that because I'm from Michigan. (laughs) Yeah, the Pistons. He could be. He could sell tickets for the Kings. God. Like that's what I'm saying is it would have yeah. to be a team like that. It's not a team that's going to be contending for the championship yeah. at, with him as their star player. It yeah. just doesn't exist anymore. At, no. And the Lakers not, are not no, a weird story. I've never you never see teams this bad so quickly after being great unless something crazy happens. It's now a 19 point game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're gonna run it up. Oh, they're gonna 20. It Make that 20. Yeah, the Suns are going to – maybe we'll sound stupid and we'll get old takes exposed um, after this podcast if the Lakers end up coming back and winning. But yeah. that team just doesn't have it. So here's here's my question to you before we move on to the rankings with the AIA. What do you think fans are going to be celebrating more tonight? The fact that the Lakers are out of the playoffs and, they, and it happened at the hands of the Suns, which – if you've been a Suns fan for a long time, that Lakers team is a thorn in your side. Yep. Big time. Um, I mean, especially Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace to the great. But are you celebrating that more? Or are you celebrating the fact that the Suns appear to be on their way to a franchise record 63 wins? I don't think that matters. See, it does. I agree with you. You want to know why? Because they already locked up the first seed. Beyond that, you want to know why? Why? It doesn't mean anything if you don't win a title. Yeah. You don't win That's the true. NBA championship this year. I don't care if you went 71 and 10 or whatever the Warriors did. Like 73 and 9. 73 and 9. That's what it was. I don't care if, you know, it doesn't matter what your regular yeah. season record is. There's no trophy for the regular season. 
you yeah. have to get that championship. Yeah. And quite honestly, this year, eh, maybe next year for the Suns. This, this is the year best especially, Suns team ever, and this is the best chance they have. This is this is the year they have to do it. And the this thing is, the, is, it's the best Suns team ever, and I don't think it's that close. And you know what's crazy? I saw a, a graphic three or four years ago. It went, I think it was Mavericks, Grizzlies, Suns at the bottom of the Western Conference. Yep. Now at the top of the Western Conference and even the NBA, it's Suns, Grizzlies, Mavericks in like four years. How yeah. nuts is that? You talk about Westbrook. We talked about Westbrook. How much does John ja Morant look like oh. a young Westbrook? To I think, I think he's gonna be better. I think he's, he's better. He's better, but in terms of the way he plays, that high flying athletic style, he reminds me a lot of a young Westbrook. But he can you know also crazy? shoot and he can also lead the team. You know what's crazy? Without him on the floor, his team is is like something ridiculous, like twenty and two. The Grizzlies have done such a great job putting that. They're so freaking good. That that yeah. team scares me. That, that team, team scares, really scares me, me, but they're like this. They're like some of the other Suns teams or some of the other Western Conference teams. In that, you know, besides last year when the Suns made their run to the finals, you yeah. don't see a team in the playoffs for the first time, a core group make that leap. And I just don't know yeah. if the Grizzlies are there yet. But you're right. I mean, that's a talented squad. How long until the Grizzlies win a title? Just all, I mean, they could. They are. I, I say, I say, in the next two to three years. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna be. You never know. An injury could happen. Whatever. Because I mean, let's be honest. Could. There's gonna come a time where Chris Paul hangs it up. Yeah, there's gonna, I, there's I gonna come a time where Jay Crowder, unfortunately, had they have to move on from Jay Crowder. You know, there's gonna come a time where, I mean, I don't know, like. They're not going to have – they're, yeah. they're going to have to get rid of some of these other guys, a guy like Cam Johnson. Um, oh, yeah. Like, uh, Are they going to be able – Get rid of him is the wrong word, but Cam they're Johnson not gonna be able to afford is – they're not going to be able to afford him because yeah. he's going to garner a pretty – he's not going to be a max player or anything, no. but he could be, you know, a, a 15 mil a year player. How about um, Mikhail? Mikhail Bridges is going to be a max player eventually. Yeah, I think Mikhail Bridges is someone they need to keep, but – it's similar to the Warriors in that, you know, they had their stars similar to the Suns do now. It's a different situation. Yeah. But, you know, it was the guys that put them over the top were the Livingstons and, like, yeah. the, the role players they had on that team. that could Andre Iguodala. Yeah, Iguodala mm-hmm. and all those guys. And that's yeah. what the Suns have right now is, you know, obviously the stars. But they've got role players that are on young uh rookie contracts or low level contracts that they can get awesome value out of and that's not going to last forever you know what's really funny i'm looking at this game which by the way the suns are up by 24 now yeah um that game's over it's done um it's still a third quarter but it's done you know (laughs) this this lakers roster is really really freaking good like five years ago (laughs) Yeah, that roster is winning the 2013 NBA championship. So Anthony hard. Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, Russell Westbrook, Avery Bradley, Malik Monk is a little bit younger. I know that. Yeah, Malik Monk but wasn't coming then. LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony. You like you said in 2013. Holy crap! This is the greatest team I've ever seen. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, they're winning the 2013 title by they're sweeping their entire way through the playoffs. DJ Augustine, like when's the last time you heard his name? Man. <laughs> he was so good at Texas too. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say is when he was at Texas is the last time he's played anything meaningful. Trevor Ariza, like remember when the sun signed Ariza Trevor and they thought Ariza we all thought it was already great? washed in 2013. I know. But... <laughs> And then, and then you look at the Suns roster, and it's like Jay Crowder, okay, a little bit older. Chris Paul, obviously a little bit older. But then you get Mikhail, early 20s. DeAndre, early 20s. Devin Booker, early, nah, mid-20s. Early to mid-20s. Yeah. Like, Torrey Craig, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know how old Torrey Craig is, but he looks like he's like 23 the way he plays. Torrey Craig isn't that old either. Yeah. He might be Cam, around Jay Crowder's age in terms of Cam Johnson, obviously JaVale's older. But yeah. campaign, young. Landry Shamit, decently young. Like, they're a young it, team. That's, yeah, like, it's unreal, man. It, that's this, the key to longevity is having the young guys on yeah. inexpensive contracts and having one or two stars. Yeah. That's Kevin why we have a max player. Chris Paul's a max player. That's why we have Jacob Saliga. It's that's the right. same thing. Yeah. We have inexpensive role players for Arizona yeah. Varsity. And then we have the two stars, which is Chili and Cody. Yeah, and we're we're probably Tory Craig and JaVale McGee, the two of us. Which one is JaVale McGee? Are you taller than me? I don't know. Whichever... You're older than me, though. True, so maybe I'm JaVale. Yeah. Yeah. Can I at least be, like, Cam Johnson? You can be Cam Johnson. Can I'll you be dance? Cam Johnson. I'll be Mikhail Bridges, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Low key, so. I think Mikael Bridges. You know, people love Devin Booker, but I think Cam uh, Mikael Bridges is probably the second most popular player on that team. Oh, easily, easily. And remember, it was crazy too. Remember draft night when he got drafted by his hometown yep. 76ers and then traded him, and his his mom works for the 76ers. Yep. Nuts. Oh, so glad the they did that. Cold, man, who did they? Who did they even trade for? That guy didn't even pan out. I don't remember. It was the kid from Texas Tech. That's right. I can't remember his name now. Yeah. Well, Suns ended up doing pretty well with that. Yeah. Yeah. Chili's texting me, and he asked who we're killing right now. That's why I brought up Saliga. I had to give a little shot in there. But Jacob, look, man, Jacob is going to probably take over this company one day. Maybe. I'm not even kidding. He's Yeah. Jacob's been doing a really good job. Um, But, yeah, I know Chili's – Chili just texted me and said that uh, DeAndre Ayton is – is really proving it wrong this year. DeAndre so, Ayton's been great. He's been amazing. So he's one um, of the few true, true centers that plays yeah. that way that can stay on the floor in these crunch time minutes. Yeah. Chili said he's gonna start rocking the Pumas in his honor. We've seen how many times has Rudy Gobert on the Jazz one defensive player of the year? Multiple times. Mm-hmm. He can't play on the floor in crunch time minutes now. No. Because they take it away. Aiton is quick enough that they need him. Every time I hear Rudy Gobert's name or I see him, all I picture is, "Yep, he'll forever be linked with COVID." He not was, even his fault. He was but, patient zero. Yeah, I just remember, like, dude, it's hard to believe that was two years ago. Like, I remember things I remember most with COVID. I, I remember Rudy Gobert is up there as yes. one of the top ones. Yes. I Tom remember. Hanks. Oh, that's right. 
because people were like, oh, this shit's this stuff's real. Tom Hanks is there. Well, you let a little, little wordy slip there, huh? It's okay. Yeah. Um, no, you know, I agree with you. I agree. Like, oh, if Tom Hanks can get it, oh my god, yeah. like, yeah, idiots. Um, but no, I remember the Rudy Gobert thing because I was actually sitting in the parking lot of the gym and I was going to meet two of my buddies to work out. And we were on the phone with each other because I was coming from work. One of them was coming from work. The other one was coming from somewhere. And we're on the phone together saying, okay, I just pulled in, like, whatever, let's get ready to go. And I get a notification on my phone. And it literally says the NBA has paused the season. Or no, no, no. I think it was the um, – it was Oklahoma City and Utah has been canceled. And I was like, that's weird. And this was the start of everything. So we're like, okay, this is, you know – we don't really know a lot about it, blah, blah, blah. The gym was packed. The TVs are on ESPN. Eric, I'm not even kidding. When I tell you that when that notification came across people's phones and the screen saying the NBA has paused the season, everyone just stopped and looked up at the TV. There yeah. was not one person lifting in that gym. And yeah. everyone just kind of looked around. And we were all just kind of like, we didn't know like whether like to laugh and make a joke of it or like we're just dumbfounded that something like this could happen. I remember that I was, was playing two years ago. The How next crazy. day, it's nuts. The next day after that happened, LA Fitness was still open for not that much longer, but I was playing pickup ball at, yeah. at LA Fitness and people like kind of had heard about it. No one really knew anything, but people were kind of joking, like, should we be playing this? And one dude just starts coughing. He starts coughing a ton. And, you know, it might have just been he was out of breath or whatever yeah. playing basketball. Yeah. But people just started, like, looking around at each other, like, what is going on? Then he gets the ball, and he's like, okay, check up. It's like, well, it's, it's so funny. over your hand. It's so funny you mentioned that, too, because I think EOS was open probably at least a couple weeks after that. Yeah. Just because everyone didn't really know, like, what was yeah, going exactly. on. And so I think it was, like, a couple days later, we were back at the gym, and um, – I was like, I think I was, I was doing cardio and I lifted and I had like a tickle in my throat and I went like this and I was like, and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I can't cough in here now. You can't cough in public. I was like, <clears throat> like trying to like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, man, you couldn't for, cough in public. For about a year or more, probably more, cough anytime you coughed, you had to be like, yeah. uh, I'm thirsty, got something in my throat. Right. Like, I know. Jeez. You sneezed. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, especially when they were like, oh, it can cause, you know, whatever. Blah, blah. I don't know. Anyway, we don't even talk about that anymore. Yeah. Two years. It's crazy. But um, it like that's a moment that still like we're going to like we'll when we have kids, forever. we're going to be telling like, I know it's like 9-11. I know exactly where I was the day the entire sports world stopped. Yep. Now, obviously, 9-11 is a lot more significant and like, you know, but just an example. It's moments like that, like. You know exactly where you were when 9-11 happened. Mm-hmm. You know exactly where you were when, you know, they announced that um, they got bin Laden or who's, or yeah, bin Laden. Yeah. Remember that? And then they know, ex- you know, exactly where you were when the sports world stopped because of COVID. Yeah. And it meant the rest of the world was about to stop too. Well, I think it was, it wasn't even, we weren't even the first. It was other, like China first, obviously, but yeah. Yeah. So Nuts. And then all of a sudden, what was it? A few weeks later, spring sports done. Yep. I remember I was sitting, 
at my aunt's house. Uh, I went over to my aunt's house to have dinner. And all of a sudden, I get the email from the AIA. And luckily, I had my computer with me. I get the email that says AIA has canceled the entire spring sports season. And my stomach dropped. Yep. I was like, okay, this is real. And then I think it was even before that. I got the email from Tempe Union that all sports had stopped. And I remember um, someone had called me and they were like, hey, they just, you know, read off your tweet on, you know, Arizona sports. It was Bickley and Murata. And of course, I used to work there. It's like Vince Dumey. So, um, you know, he read off the tweet that Tempe Union was pausing all activities. It's just nuts, man. I remember exactly where I was. So, well, you, I was with you. We were, we were together in yep. the office. We were. When so, you and I started doing this show, some of our first episodes were we didn't predicting. Know what to talk about. We didn't know what to talk about. So we talked yeah. about three months in the future football schedules. And it and ended up, and tanning. then it ended up most of those weren't even played because they yeah. delayed the start of the football season. And, and because it was all out of state games too. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. We were, it was like June and we're like, oh, hopefully these games will be happening in August. And then they yeah. weren't. We had to we had to shift our show from being strictly sports to I remember we had your dad on and obviously we, yeah, that was we, a lot of jokes but we were asking him about COVID in, in the hospital he works at our first Minnesota. twenty episodes were all interviews because there wasn't any games to talk about yeah we had nothing going on so it's crazy man it's crazy we've come a long way a really long way yeah and I'm glad that we're uh, you know knock on wood out of it so. We'll see. Little knock there. So, yeah. Um, speaking of spring sports, let's yep. get into some of those rankings. So, the latest ones came out just today, Tuesday, April 5th, uh, about what, nine and a half hours ago now? Uh, we're talking 6A baseball first. So, these did change. Do I remember what they were last week when we went over them? Absolutely not. Nope. Um, but Hamilton is number one. Um, despite that loss to Basha, I do remember that. That was the same night we recorded. Uh, Mountain Ridge has moved up. I believe Mountain Ridge was somewhere in like five or six range, maybe below that. Yeah. And Mountain Ridge is now number two. Mountain Ridge has been on a tear lately. Yeah. An absolute tear. Uh, so number two is Mountain Ridge. Number three, Basha, followed by O'Connor, Alhambra, last year's uh, you know, runner up. Here they come again. And they're eight. No, they're the only undefeated regular season team in six A. In AIA play. Yeah. Yeah, they have a loss to Gilbert. So yeah, but so that's a tournament loss in AIA play. They're the old, they're the lone six A undefeated. Listen to their last one, two, three, four, five, six games: thirteen to two, twelve zero, ten zero, ten zero, six zero, twenty four to zero. Yeah, they're they're running things. Even in the tournament, Bob Everett Classic, eight to three over Mesa, eight one over Valley Christian, six two Desert Ridge. The three to seven loss to Gilbert, and then ten to two over Mountain View. How about this as a stat? In nine, I'm looking on their page right now. In mm-hmm. nine regular season games, AIA games, they've given up four total runs. And we thought their their best pitching staff was last year. Yeah, but that's crazy. And part of it um, is the strength of schedule. Yes, but yeah. still, still, uh, Perry's number seven, Chandler's number eight. Brophy's number nine, Red Mountain's number 10. So outside of the top 10, we're looking at 11 Queen Creek, 12 Chaparral, 
13 Corona, 14 Liberty, and then Mountain Point at 15, followed by Cibola. Your Cibola Raiders at 16. So um, Mountain Point has kind of slipped a little bit. Yeah. Last two in a row. One to Desiree, one to Corona. The team, the team that I think is fairly there, but I think is a little bit better than what they're showing is Liberty at 14. Mm, I agree. Um, they, uh, the Lions have lost their last four games. But two of them to Mountain Ridge. Two were against Mountain Ridge, and, yeah. the other, and one was at Sandra Day, no, which yeah. is a top five team. Like that's like that's like saying that or that's like when Highland dropped out of the open because they lost to the top three teams in the state. Yeah, like, exactly. It's stupid. Um moving on to five A. Uh I had a good conversation with uh, Richard Smith. He said that this Sunrise Mountain team might be one of the best ever. Uh Sunrise Mountain is currently number one, followed by No Gallus, of course, always. Higley's at number three, Horizon is at number four. Canyon View, Verado, Millennium, Desert Mountain, Willow Canyon, Paradise Valley round up the top ten. That top five is very top heavy. Yeah. Canyon, Canyon View is no slouch. Um, but neither is Verado at the same time. Yeah. So at number six. But Sunrise Mountain, Higley, Nogales, Horizon, Canyon View, all legitimate contenders. What I want to look at though is common opponent. Higley has not played any of those teams nope and they will not until the playoffs but, yeah it's hard to judge what kind of team they are yeah and if you look at like sunrise mountain schedule eight no in aia play i believe they might be undefeated altogether oh they have a boulder creek loss but they haven't played sunrise mountain even though they played the sunrise mountain invitational <laughs> um so Oh, am I looking at Sunrise on accident? I am at Sunrise. Okay. So never mind. That makes sense. So yeah. But Sunrise does play Canyon View later on, April 13th. So that'll be a good test. And Sunrise plays Liberty, which is the uh, classic rival game yep. between all sports for those two schools. So uh, 4A rankings. Walden Grove at number one. Remember when Post and Butte, we said... Wow, they're really low for being post view. They're number two now. Yep. Uh, Mesquite's at three. Notre Dame Prep is at four. Micah Mountain's at five. Cana Del Oro, South Point Catholic, Bradshaw Mountain, Seton Catholic, and Estrella Foothills round out the top ten. Saguaro's right there at number uh, number 11. Saguaro actually just lost Notre Dame Prep the other night. I think it was a walk-off, which is nuts. Uh, moving on to 3A. Northwest Christian, ALA Gilbert. Pushridge, Eastmark Valley Christian, Gilbert Christian, Yuma Catholic Page, Arizona College Prep, and ALA Ironwood. Arizona College Prep is in its first ever baseball season, and they are one spot out of the home playoff game. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> like, that's wild, man. Um, 2A, Tombstone, Scottsdale Christian, Miami, Scottsdale Prep, Benson, Horizon Honors, Phoenix Country Day, Heritage Academy, Levine, River Valley, Wilcox. And then just to read them off, not to leave anyone out, 1A, Muggy on Williams, St. David, Baghdad, Joseph City, Anthem Prep, Hayden, Valley Union, Fredonia, and Desert Christian. I'm going to let you do softball, Eric. I'll do softball. I've got 6A, um, which is one that there aren't any undefeated yeah. uh, AIA teams in 6A. We mentioned that last week, too. But it's uh, there's there's some real talent there, but they all kind of have started beating each other. Number one is Perry, 2 Desert Vista, 3 Tucson, 4 Cibola. 
five Basha, six Xavier, seven Pinnacle, eight Queen Creek, nine Mountain View, and 10 Sunny Slope. Each of those has uh, three losses max. Um, but I mean, the, the level of softball in 6A is great this year. There's so many teams that could end up beating each other. I don't know if there's a clear favorite. There isn't. There should If there is, there sh- that shouldn't be. Because even Red Mountain. Where there is a clear favorite. Like even Red Mountain. Red Mountain's four and three in AIA play. But. On their best nights, the, the, the Lions could beat anybody. But there's eight wins missing just from tournaments. Yep. So in reality, they're like 12 and like six. Yeah. Yeah. Which and is pretty good. If they're on their best, they could beat any of those teams. 100%. They can beat anybody. Number five or five A rankings, the clear favorite, and if they don't win the title, it'll be a surprise. Yep. Is Willow Canyon. They might Let's be the take best a team in Arizona. Might be. Oh. My in Arizona. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they might be better than any six yeah. A team. Let's let's take a moment, shall we? Centennial, seventeen to zero. Paradise Valley. 17 to 1. Xavier. Centennial, you mentioned, and that's the number three team. Yep. Desert Edge, 12 to 1. Pinnacle, 12 to 2. Xavier Prep, 5 to 7. That's their lone tournament. That's their lone Arizona loss, but that was a tournament loss. And that's to Xavier, one of the top teams in 6A. Horizon, 14 to 0. Sunrise Mountain, 14 to 0. Paradise Valley, 12 to 2. Cactus Shadows, 13 to 2. All California schools, they have one loss to Orange Lutheran. Other than that, they beat La Habra, 8 0. They beat Marina, 5 to 3. They beat O'Connor, 10 to 1. And Hamilton, 4 to 2. I'm just looking. Canyon View is a very, very good softball team. What's Canyon View ranked? They are in the top five. They're number four. 3 to 2. Last year, wasn't that the title game? Yep. Makes sense. Um, 24 to 2, 13-0, 18-0, 18-0, 15-0. Like, get out of the, just get out of this team's way. Yeah. If there was an open division in softball, I would pick Willow Canyon. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. They're it's ridiculous. I'm going to go see what they're ranked in the nation. It Why has to be. That? Yep, go ahead. The rest of the 5A, so we don't leave anybody out in the top 10. Number two, Lake Havasu. Willow Canyon beat them. Centennial, Willow Canyon beat them. Canyon View, Willow, Willow Canyon beat them. You got Catalina Foothills at five, six, Desert Mountain, seven, Gilbert, eight, Campo Verde, nine, Castile, and 10, Cactus Shadows. Do you like any? Have you seen? Have you been able to see the uh, the Gilbert or the Campo Verde teams yet this year? I have not. No, but yeah. I've heard very good things. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, going on to four A, what a surprise! In a four A sport, we see South Point Catholic at the top. Um, number two is Greenway, three Canyon del Oro, four Coconino, five Mingus Union, six Paradise Honors. Seven Bradshaw Mountain, eight Sawarita, nine Seton Catholic Prep, and ten Flagstaff. We mentioned it last week, but four of those top ten teams are uh, four A Grand Canyon squads, and 
they still have to play each other a little bit more. So someone's going to get bumped probably a little bit, but there's yeah. some talent in that, in that class. So Willow Canyon is not nationally ranked anymore from what I can see. Um, and currently, according to Max Preps, they are number two in the state behind Perry. But I guess Perry's yeah. also nineteen and two. So, yeah, um, I get it. Yeah, and just for what it's worth, Xavier's number seven in the state. Yeah. So Xavier's a really good team. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, what three A now? Three A. Number one is Page. I actually saw them today in a game against Northland Prep. They looked great. Yeah. Um, Hitting all around the lineup, really disciplined team. Yeah. Number two is Winslow, three Sabino, four Snowflake, five Borgade Catholic, six Northwest Christian, seven Wickenburg, eight Sholo, nine Eastmark, and ten ALA Gilbert North. Going on to two A. Yep. One is Benson, two Round Valley, three River Valley, four Santa Cruz Valley. We mentioned. River Valley and Santa Cruz Valley basically have the same logo. They're just turned in Photoshop. Um, well, so Gridiron Arizona actually messaged me about that. Um, there's an error on the AIA website oh. because the the two logos are actually pretty significantly different. That's just what they look like on the site. Yeah, someone's being lazy over there. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, five Kingman Academy, six Morency, seven Wilcox, eight Northland Prep. Nine Heritage Academy Levine and ten Trivium Prep, and then rounding it out is one A. And in that conference, we've got San Manuel at number one, two Williams, three Superior, four Baghdad, five Ray, six Joseph City, seven Hayden, eight Mojave Accelerated, nine Saint Michael, and ten Desert Christian. I'll give you a quarter if you can tell me where Saint Michael is. Isn't that down in southern Arizona? I don't know. I'm gonna look now. You know where I it want, is. I want you to order me, order me, or owe me a uh, Saint Michael. Oh, it's in Saint Michael, Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Oh, of course. How could we not know that? Oh yeah, it's northern Arizona. Just kidding. I don't. You don't owe me a quarter. Fair enough. Um, volleyball rankings, not much movement. Uh, O'Connor still number one in, in 6A. Uh, Sienega is still t- number one in 5A. And then uh, Northwest Christian in 4A. Um, the teams behind them basically have stayed the same. Highland, Perry in 6A. Um, Gilbert, 5A. Gilbert just ended up uh, sweeping Castile tonight, actually. Uh, defending champion. So uh, Gilbert's a team to uh, be reckoned with. And then 4A, Ailey, Gilbert North, and South Point Catholic in the two and three spot. So, um yeah, like I said, not much movement when it comes to boys volleyball. Um, especially the 6A, it's going to be really hard for anyone to beat O'Connor this year. Yeah. Uh, O'Connor's just stupid good um, in, the, in a good way, of course. Um, before we get out of here, Eric, the one thing we do every time is obviously uh, what we ate in the last week. But before that, 333 left, 113 to 98. The Phoenix Suns are three minutes and now two seconds away from an all-time record for regular season wins. And, and locking the Lakers out of the playoffs. Yep. So, uh, it's a fun time to live in Phoenix and be a Suns fan. That's for sure. So, uh, But with that, Eric, the best thing you ate in the last week? Hmm. 
I've used this one before, but I made myself a homemade breakfast burrito again this week. It was delicious. Okay. What was in it? Had some eggs. Yep. I would hope so. Four yeah. cheese, like a okay. just whatever craft shredded okay. cheese, four cheese. Like a um, like little bit of mushrooms. Ooh. Did you um, saute them first or just with it? Yes, I sauteed them first. Um, oh, so good. I had a little bit of leftover pork from a dish I had made um, a couple nights before. I like it. So I chopped that up and sauteed it with the mushrooms and cut up some tomatoes and ate that and then poured on just a ton of Cholula sauce all over it. Cholula is the best hot sauce, yeah. man. It's, it's so, so good. good. Um, I like that. I'm going to also go breakfast. I made it today ironically so you know i'm still you know i i look man i used to love i still do i used to always get like a long time ago really really young mcgriddles from from mcdonald's that's like, the one where it has the syrup on it right it's like the pancake syrup yeah. thing okay so today i got home from the gym i went to the gym a little midday workout i was really craving a mcgriddle for some reason hmm. but obviously i'm not gonna go get that right so here's what I did. Two eggs, scrambled, right? Fat-free cheddar cheese in the eggs, mix it. Two pieces of, no, four pieces of turkey bacon. Kodiak protein pancakes. With I've actually had those before. They're, They're not good. Bad. They're really good. With sugar-free syrup. I made a healthy McGriddle. Look at you. I was so proud of myself. And they were really good, actually. Can I admit something? I've never had a McGriddle. Oh, you need to go get one. Nope. Why? I'll eat, I'll eat one you make. Mine aren't okay. as good. Mine are not as good. Well, I won't know because I've never had the real one. I will say, actually, if I used regular syrup, I think it would have been a little bit better. Because well, sugar-free syrup doesn't have a ton of taste. Yeah. But I just didn't want to. I mean, it's like four carbs or whatever. So I Yeah, don't you just like don't food. need a ton of make no, in no. your life if, during no. the middle of the day no i i just we never ate mcdonald's that much growing up and we certainly never ate the breakfast that much i had the hash yeah. browns a couple times or like i don't like the hash browns they're not great they're too greasy uh, for yeah me. way too greasy i don't like that it's kind I of mean, like the same thing where, like, grease is good in spurts but yeah. i just i couldn't even bite into them it's like eating just a ball of grease i don't really like a lot of fried foods because eventually the, I could start to like taste the fried oils and stuff and yep. it makes me feel like really nauseous. Yeah. Like chicken yeah. tenders or whatever that are super, super fried. I can't eat yeah. too many of them. Yep. So I don't I'm know. With you. The batter just starts to taste pretty bad. But anyway, uh, that was it for me. I, I was very proud of myself the way that I did that. I dig it. So yeah, it was good too. Really good after the gym. A lot of protein actually. I also made a buffalo chicken quesadilla tonight. Ooh. Good. Look at you. Actually, I had like two of them. It was like two like small ones, you know? 500 calories total with like 84 grams of protein, only seven grams of fat. Look at you. It was good. I'm very happy. Chef now I'm gonna go now. I'm gonna go drink a protein shake to finish. Chef Z-Man. My protein macro. Chef Z-Man. You haven't called me Z-Man in a while. Yeah, because I realized it was stupid. Oh, okay, thank you. I mean, I uh, knew it was stupid the whole time, but I got tired of it. What should we call chili from now on? Seaman, Seaman. Uh, I don't like Seaman. Yeah, me neither. NSFW podcast. Maybe we can call him Seaman. But... I wasn't gonna bring it up if you were. I thought we were just gonna skip it. Yeah. 
I mean, Chili is also just a nickname, so that is true. <laughs> um, Chill Man, Chill, Chill Out, chill man. Take a Chill Pill, Chill Man, Chill Man. I like Chill Man, Chill Man, Chill Man, Chill Man. Then we have Jacob uh, Slawliga. Shout out to Jordan Ham. That was a great one. That was good. That was really funny. Um, so yeah. Jacob Saliga got the, you know, was of course the the topic of conversation during the uh championship games. Yeah. Game. So as it should be. Yeah. Like when uh I think Ralph said that he used to wear like all the different types of jerseys or whatever, and I was like, Oh yeah, it looks sounds like Jacob Saliga's favorite teams. I have to admit something. I might have admitted it on this show before, but my yeah. first ever jersey I had was a Lakers jersey. I've never claimed to be a Lakers fan, but as a kid, my mom bought me a Shaq jersey when I was like six or something, and I wore that jersey all the time. You know what I think my first jersey, at least that I can remember, you know what my first one was? What? Tony Parker, the Spurs. That's pretty cool. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. It was uh... – it was the Admiral jersey. David Robinson. Yep. That's and it awesome. was the one. It was the one with like the colorful Spurs logo. Yeah, those were such good jerseys. Yeah. That I think that was at least that was the first one I remember. Yeah. Um, I did also have a Kobe Bryant jersey. Um, I also had a Tim Duncan. I think. Um, I had an Amari Stoudemire, Roger Bell, Steve Nash, all those Suns jerseys. Dang. I didn't. Uh, I mean, um, that's the only one I ever had. Yeah. But now I don't have like any jerseys. I think yeah. the only. I think the only jersey I actually still have is like a Notre Dame one. And I think I have a Barry Sanders jersey. I've and got then, a Randy Moss jersey that I wear when I go to see the Vikings with my dad. Nice. nice. Over Christmas. Um, that's about it. I have I have like a per, I have like personal jerseys, obviously. Yeah. Like but I don't count those. Yeah. Like I've got like my Highland jersey. I've got a couple from some of the teams I've played on. I've got um I should bring it out next time, but uh for the team that I currently play on, we had these really cool, like, alternates. Like, I feel like I should just go grab it. Should I grab it real quick? Nope. We should wrap up the show because we've okay. done more than an well, hour. We'll do it next time. It's pretty cool, though. Yeah. It's really cool. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, obviously, give us all a follow on Twitter, at Zach Alvira, at Human Rights, at AZHSFB, and at Arizona Varsity. Uh, thank you once again to our sponsor, All.net. And, uh, you know... It's a great time to be a Suns fan right now, for sure. Hopefully they win and don't lose the lead, and that you know doesn't look bad when I say that. But anyway, yeah. um, thank you once again, and we will talk to you all next week.